Hi everybody. Maybe what they're seeing and how they're seeing it, and also video games. I'm hearing more and more people say the level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. And constant crises have shaken the entire world and have threatened in each case to bring on the gigantic conflict, which is today, unhappily, a fact. Non-programmable weapons buttons. Customizable feedback software. Don't just buy a new video game. Make one. He doesn't have a PlayStation 5. That's because he's too console too late. Hello, and welcome to the Two Consoles Too Late Podcast. I am the host, Jackson Keebler, and I am Two Consoles Too Late. This week, we're going to be talking about a lot of movies. Yeah, saw the Tetris movie and the Super Mario Brother movie. And I am neck deep in video games. Playing video games, buying video games, and selling video games. And we're going to talk about a sealed copy of Pokemon and a couple other auctions. So, here we go. Let's get started. It's going to be some fun. Alright, welcome to episode 97 of the Two Consoles Too Late podcast. The reason that number sticks out is because I graduated in 1997 from high school, which was many moons ago. Uh, I, I never went to any of my uh, alumni events or reunions or anything. Uh, the only guy I, I still talk to from high school is uh, Chris Edmansky, who was on this podcast talking about Magic the Gathering. And uh, we're going to have to get him back on here, you know. Bring him back from the dead, not Jesus. Oh, happy Easter, by the way. And uh, spare me the Jesus zombie jokes, okay? Uh, but Jesus is the reason for the season. Last week, I pulled the trigger and I spent $7 to acquire Apple TV so I could... Or no, Apple TV Plus or whatever it is. So I could uh, see the new Tetris movie. And it, you know, lived up to the hype and expectation created by the trailer. It's a movie about acquiring the rights to Tetris and trying to get the game out of Russia. And the back and forth between Mirosoft software, Bulletproof software, the Russian government, and Nintendo. Uh, it was, you know, it was entertaining. Very much so. Um, I think Taron Edgerton did a great job. I also think the guy uh, who played the creator of Tetris, Alexi, I mean, all the acting was really good. Uh, I didn't have a problem with that. The only problem that I that I had with the movie is uh, the, the, the cheesy 8-bit transitions, you know? Hank Rogers gets on a plane in Japan, goes to Seattle to go to Nintendo. So they had this, like, 8-bit plane, you know, flying over the Pacific. And it's just... There was just too much of that. And... The final dramatized car chase, uh, which was absolutely ridiculous, was all sort of weird and 8-bit and CGI'd, and I was not a fan of that. Now, there is, uh, there's two scenes that kind of stood out in my mind, and one of them sort of, you know, kind of left me with a question mark. 
over my head. There's a scene where Hank and Alexei are in Alexei's apartment in Russia, and they're they're playing Tetris. And as Hank is playing, he says something like, "Oh, can't you make all four lines disappear at once?" So Alexei jumps on the computer, the Electronica, was it the Electronica 60, the electron, the crappy Russian computer. So he, he jumps on the computer, he starts playing around the code, so you can make it so four lines disappear. Wouldn't that have been built into Tetris already? I, so that one just kind of left me going, hmm. And when Hank Rogers is pitching to Nintendo of America to get the handheld, uh, to get them to acquire Tetris, his pitch is something like, uh, you know, Mario has Luigi, and then they show the video game Super Mario Brothers. There's Mario and Luigi. And then he says, uh, Zelda has Link. And then they showed a 16-bit game. <laughs> I don't know which game it was. I don't think it was uh, A Link to the Past. I think it was like Four Swords or something. I don't know. I, I didn't recognize this game. May have been a, something on the handheld. I don't know. But anyway, uh, the game that they showed... <laughs> came out way after the events of this movie, so there's a little factoid for you, mm, yes. But here's another little factoid. Tetris 1984 was the best-selling video game of all time from 1993 until 2020 when it was surpassed by Minecraft. Yes, my son would be very pleased to know that. However, it should be noted that that, that count includes all ports of the games, uh, which vary technically from one version to the next. The now-defunct mobile version developed by EA had alone sold over 100 million copies, making it the third-best video game after Minecraft and Grand Theft Auto V. The Tetris franchise as a whole has sold nearly 500 million copies, making it the second-best-selling game franchise after Mario. Which, uh, that's a nice little factoid, because now we're going to talk about a movie based on that game franchise. Thursday night, I pulled the trigger, and I took my son to go see the Super Mario Brothers movie, which came out Wednesday. For me to go to a movie theater and see something is amazing, alright? I have enough patience and wherewithal that I can just wait until it starts streaming if I want to see something, like Top Gun Maverick. Even though that's kind of a big screen movie. And I'm kind of a germaphobe. I think movie theaters are disgusting places, and I don't like them. But I swallowed my pride and, you know, went anyway. And I can also, I cannot tell you the last time I saw a movie within a week of its release. It was probably Star Wars, and I can't remember which one. But I saw the Super Mario Brothers movie, and guess what? It's an animated movie about Super Mario Brothers. Oh my god. Dude, <laughs> there's so much hype and expectation behind this movie. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, Mario gets separated from Luigi. He goes to the Mushroom Kingdom and he's got to find him. And he's the prisoner of Bowser and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yeah, there's like lots of like little, you know, because it's Easter, you know, this is kind of funny and ironic. There's lots of Easter eggs in it. And, you know, if you're a Nintendo fan, I'm sure you got them. 
And depending on what kind of Nintendo fan, I'm sure you got more than most people. <clears throat> now, I just got the obvious ones, all right? Because I'm two consoles too late, okay? I, I, I've never played a... Well, that's not true. I, I played a 3D Mario. I played Mario Odyssey. But up until that point, I never played Mario 64 or anything. So, I'm not really the most... Uh, the most knowledgeable Mario player, but I, I know a few things, all right, you know. <laughs> so let's see, the uh, the Punch-Out Cafe, uh, the pizza place, that was obviously named after the video game. It had pictures of all the fighters on the walls, yeah, so that was, that was cute. The arcade machine in the Punch-Out Cafe was Jumpman, okay, that was the original name of Mario. His name was not Mario, he was just called simply Jumpman from the Donkey Kong franchise. I'm sure most people got that. Um, in the background of one of the scenes, there was a bar, a restaurant, it was called like the Canard. And it had the, uh, the Duck Hunt logo, thought that was cute. And what else? Oh, the dog in the apartment? I'm not sure about this one. I think that may have been the dog from Duck Hunt. I don't know. Uh, that, was, that was my guess. And lastly, in Mario's room, in the background, you can see a poster that is of F-Zero. So, that's just, that's just the stuff that I noticed. Now, what was great about this movie, and Nintendo did this very well. The, now, what Nintendo did with this movie uh, they, was very smart. The length of this movie was one hour and 32 minutes. All right, that's just perfect. Anything longer for a kid's movie, uh-uh, forget it. <laughs> I just, I, I fall asleep. Sonic, the original Sonic was one hour 39 minutes, whereas Sonic 2 was two hours long. And I really felt that the sequel of Sonic suffered for the length of the movie. Uh, if you're going to make a, a stupid movie like this, don't make it long. You know, I don't care how much of a Nintendo fan you are. It's just anything more than an hour and a half. It's just forget about it. But now here I go. I'm getting up on my soapbox. Ready? Getting up there. All right. Now there's going to be a sequel, of course. And who's going to be in the sequel? Well, here you go. Spoiler. Yoshi. How do I know that? Because I stayed for the fucking credits of the movie and I watched all the credits and at the end was a little teaser, and there's Yoshi in the sewer. Somehow he got transported from the Mushroom Kingdom. I don't know. But I know that because I stayed for the fucking credit to the movie. Half the theater just walked out. Some people stay behind, and to them I say, you know, cheers to you. But to everyone who left that theater, you know, I got one thing to say to you. Stick it! But it was, uh, we got, we got to the movie early. And they're running all these commercials. And so we went to a Cinemark Theater in Towson. And it, it was really nice. Don't get me wrong. I mean, had the, like the recliners and the lots of leg room and, you know, like little swingy tables and all that. So, yeah, it, it was nice. But um, they kept talking about their rewards program. So I was like, all right, I'm going to check this out. Because I never go to the movies. 
So this is something that I just would never get in a million years. But if I did go to the movies all the time, uh, I think I would pick this up. And actually, uh, my coworker was telling me about this because he just saw, I forget what it was. Uh, I, I can't remember the movie, but he was telling me that he saw some movie a couple weekends ago and he was really talking up this, this member benefits thing. And it's actually, it's not that bad. Uh, it's $10 a month. You get a point for every dollar that you spend. So tickets alone, you got 30 points. Uh, you redeem your points for tickets and more rewards. Member access to screenings and advanced tickets. Nah. Exclusive member offers. Meh. Extra discount Tuesday savings. Uh, I'd like that. You get one free tick movie ticket per month. That's pretty nice. Here we go. 20% off concessions. Hmm. Waived online fees and unused ticket credits roll over. Now, I'm not being paid by Cinemark. I'm just, uh, I'm just talking about this members program because if, uh, if I went to the movies all the time, I would definitely check this out. But I don't because people are gross and weird. And frankly, there's really not that many good movies out. Okay, so what am I playing? What am I buying? Oh boy. Let's just let's just start with the playing. What I am just pl- the games that I'm playing right now. I just finished Metroid Prime 2 cuz I just finished Metroid Prime Remastered and I was like, "Oh, I'll go back and finish that." So, I finished Prime 2. I missed three missile expansions and uh, I think a couple other things. So I did not get a hundred percent completion. I'm very upset. Uh, my legend of Zelda breath of the wild Korok hunt. I put that on the back burner for now. I need to get back into that, especially considering tears of the kingdom is soon approaching. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, let's see here. Ah, The Last of Us. I picked up uh, the copy and I popped it into the old PS3 this week. And that game is an epic turd. Uh, The TV series is way better. And I am kind of stuck in this one place where I have to, like, sneak past the clicking zombies. And uh, I don't like stealth-based games. I just don't. I don't like, you know, hard horror games like Resident Evil. Just not my bag, baby. Uh, so, I, I don't think I'm going to finish The Last of Us, but it's not like I, uh, I bet the bank on that one. And lastly, with the Wii U store closing, uh, I decided, I just went into the Wii U store to see what they had. I do not own a 3DS. Uh, I picked up a copy of Metroid Zero Mission, and it's been a while since I played that. But, uh, you know, I, it's just like any video game. It's like you don't play it for a while. You kind of lose your chops and you kind of forget where things are. But it's fun to play that. Um, I liked it better on the Game Boy Advance SP. Uh, just the way, the way I like that game. Uh, I just don't, I don't like it on the gamepad. It's just something about the controls on the gamepad just doesn't, doesn't translate. But, uh, so I'm having a little trouble with that. But anyway, I am in the process of playing Metroid Zero Mission. But with this Wii U store thing closing, you think the world was ending? Like, I just keep hearing on, like, podcasts and, like, IGN Network, like, all these stories about, oh my god, get it, get it, get it, get it, all these games, right? I mean, this guy, The Completionist, some YouTuber, 
he just spent something like $30,000 and he bought like every game on the Wii U store and the 3DS store. Now this is where I call shenanigans. He did it for the sake of game preservation. Uh, let's see here. I'm pretty sure that Nintendo isn't going to magically lose these games. I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a server somewhere where they, where they have these games stored. Alright, so all this... All this horse shit about game preservation, uh, that's that's really nice, but uh, I think you're just a, a janky YouTuber who wanted to get 2 million likes and subscribes and flaunt your internet wealth and show that, oh, I can buy $30,000 in games at once, ooh, you jackass. Stick it! But, uh... I just, I, I can't imagine spending $30,000 on video games. That's just stupid. That's a, that's a fucking car. That's a down payment on a house. That's a year of college. Ugh. Stupid. But since we're talking about buying video games, I, you know, I can tell this, get, you know, I can say that guy's a jackass for spending 30000 but I took, I took my, uh, I took my tax refund for a little ride recently, and I've been picking up some some games myself, but I'm not spending nearly as much as thirty thousand dollars. I spent all said and done just a just a shade over a hundred. Yeah, I uh, picked up Wind Waker HD for the Wii U. Uh, I think that was fifty, and then I just went ahead and decided, okay, I'll get Skyward Sword while I'm at it. So I put that on the old Amazon credit card. That was forty-five. And then I, today, I saw a Buy It Now on Shop Goodwill for Sonic Mega Collection and Sonic Adventure DX for the GameCube. Now, I, it's kind of weird that I, I'm looking at my shelf here, and I don't mean to be, but I'm kind of a sort of collector when it comes to GameCube. I mean, I don't seek out GameCube games, but in my quote-unquote collection... I've got more GameCube games than, than anything else, uh, which is strange. Uh, no, I'm not going to start collecting GameCube games. I'm not going to get the, the entire set or something stupid like that. Um, I just want to pick up the games that I, would, that I would like to play. But since we're talking about GameCube, let's just head on into Auction Alert because I'm going to talk about a very strange GameCube as well as some other things. Auction, 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 auction. Alright, so auction alert, I've got uh, a couple. And uh, since I was just talking about the GameCube, let's check out this one. Uh, where is it? Okay. At the time of this recording of this podcast, there was one hour and 58 minutes left on this auction. And it is Fallout Boy signed Nintendo GameCube with one game. The game is Medal of Honor Frontline. Uh, right now, this auction is at $154, okay? I have no idea how they ascertained that Fallout Boy, uh, signed this, all right? <laughs> I guess they just did some internet research, and they're like, hey, you know what that looks like? That, that, that looks like the signature of the guy from Fallout Boy. Uh, you could play a Fallout Boy song, and I would have no idea that it was Fallout Boy. I think they were part of that whole post-pop-punk 2000s revival. I don't know. Uh, 
But yeah, I can't I can't name a Fallout Boy song to save my life. Ooh, it's got a memory card too. Um, yeah, and what it doesn't? It's got a power adapter, no controllers, no AV. But hey, it's signed by Fallout Boy. I just love this line. Signed by Fallout Boy. Signatures are not authenticated. Okay, well. <laughs> so how do we know it's Fallout Boy? Huh? 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 But this is going for a rather stupid price of $154, and there's two hours left on the auction, just because it was signed by Fallout Boy. <clears throat> and next is one of my one of my own personal auctions. We came across a sealed copy of Pokemon Emerald for the GBA at work, as well as a new inbox Pokemon Heart Gold, and I think there was Final Fantasy Tactics Advance in there. Oh my god. This is like one of my holy grail items, and when I saw it, my jaw just dropped. I was like, where did that come from? Oh my god. Uh, there was talk about getting it graded and all this stuff, but we're just uh, letting it ride. And currently, uh, it is $1,202. Uh, there's a whole bunch of time left on this auction. Uh, when's it end? The 13th? So, yeah, there's five days to go. Uh, Price Charting has this game new sealed at, I think it was 2000 uh, or 2500 I have to double check. Uh, this game is, given the condition that it's in, I'm sure that the crazy collectors out there are going to come out of the woodwork and spend, I'm guessing, 3000 at least. At least. Uh, I just, once again, I don't understand why it is so important that these people collect these games and have them sealed. Uh, they're, they're not going to appreciate in value. They might. I seriously doubt it. Uh, but, hey, if that's the way you want to spend your money, you go right on ahead. Uh, not me, sir. Nope. Or lady. I'm sorry. Not me, ma'am, or sir. I don't know. So, yeah, if you want some uh, some sealed Pokemon, go check out uh, Goodwill of the Chesapeake. But last but not least... The good old Tennessee Valley Goodwill has struck again with another outstanding, outstanding listing. And, oh my god, I need to drive down there and smack the shit out of these people. Okay, here we go once again. Bulk, vintage, and more video game bundle lots. Nintendo DS, GameCube, Switch, and more. And, of course, the first picture is a giant pile of shit. <laughs> and it is horrible. And in this giant pile of shit, I'm looking at this right now, we have Sega Saturn controller, Nintendo, uh, a blue N64 controller, uh, looks like a plug-and-play Sega Genesis, there's some GameCube games, uh, there's some PC games, there's an Atari Flashback 7. There's a Game Boy case. Don't know if the Game Boy's in there. There's a OG NES. Uh, I think... I'm not sure. That's a Game Gear or a PSP. 
And then there's like four Beats headphones. Like, how the fuck did that get in there? All right, so let's keep going. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of Beats headphones. I don't, I don't know how that made made it in this lot, but apparently they felt it was important enough to add them. And they look pretty shitty. Moving on. Uh, yeah, this like plug and play Genesis piece of crap and. There's a, there's a GameCube, there's two GameCube controllers, alright, see those, what else we got, whole bunch of PC games, but on the right there's a, there's a copy of Tetris, <laughs> and a PSP, a couple PSP games that actually look pretty decent, Hacknoki, uh, but the rest is crap, ooh, the Atari Flashback 7, oh, that, that was a winner, no. Yeah, and uh, so that thus ends the pictures. It's just a giant pile, giant pile of shit. Um, in the game, the they took a picture of some GameCube games. The best thing here is Metroid Prime. And the bangers of the SNES lot. Let's see here. Uh, actually, the the SNES. They show three SNES games, and uh, they're they're pretty decent. What is that? Battle Clash, Yoshi, Safari, and Metal Combat. Oh, God. What am I going to do with you guys? Do I have to drive down there and just smack some sense into you? This is your listing. <laughs> Additional information added on the 9th at 6.17 in the morning. The Tetris Nintendo Game Box does not have the game, only the manual in the case. Well, that's worth nothing. Uh, the bulk video game and more bundle lots. Functional functionality not tested on any item. No shit. <laughs> there are only two games that are sealed. Nintendo DS SpongeBob and iSpy. Well, those are, those are some bangers right there. Uh, Pre-owned slash vintage may show signs of previous use or wear. If after viewing you have any questions about this item, please submit a service ticket before bid in. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna submit a service uh, a service ticket to you guys. Uh, clean up your shit. <laughs> this is disgusting. It's lazy. It's it's annoying. It's 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 offensive. Don't do it. Don't do it. But uh, check out the Tennessee Valley. I mean, they're they're real bunch of winners down there. All right, you've done it. You listened to another episode of the Two Consoles Too Late podcast. I have been the host, Jackson Keebler. Thank you for listening. You can check me out on the interwebs. Just look for Two Consoles Too Late. I've got the Twitters. I've got the Instagrams. I've got the Facebooks. I've got the Twitches. It's all there for you. Uh, the next coming weeks, I don't know what's going to be happening. Uh, trying to get some episodes together, but we'll see. But in the meantime, enjoy this music from Metroid Other M. Another game I would like to get into, but I'm playing too many video games. 
And as always, I want you to have a good one and know that I love you and I'm out of here, so goodbye. <laughs>